Welcome to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast with Lawrence Munaig, where we explore the ketogenic lifestyle and how it can improve your physical and mental health. Each week, we bring you valuable insights and advice from experts to help you on your journey to a healthier lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by BasicKetogenicLifestyle.com, where Lawrence coaches individuals with depression to reverse their symptoms and achieve a healthier, happier life using an evidence-based approach. So sit back, relax, and join us as we dive deep into the world of ketones and coffee. Subscribe to the Ketones and Coffee podcast today and never miss an episode. Hey guys, this is Lawrence. Welcome back to the Ketones and Coffee Podcast and thank you so much for tuning in. I know everyone here that's listening are here because you want to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle through the ketogenic diet. And every single week, I try to bring in guests that not only has knowledge, but these individuals has also been through the same trials that we all have been through when it comes down to our search for a better health. We get together and hopes to assist you on your own journey. This is a good day, guys. Our guest today has been on a uh, ketogenic lifestyle for more than two years now and has since lost over uh, 245 pounds. Her incredible journey is also on Instagram where she mo- motivates and shares her weight loss story. I'm so honored to be joined by Dolly, also known as da- Keto underscore Dolly underscore Dal. Dolly, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. It's definitely a pleasure to be here. Awesome. It's my pleasure as well because, you know, when when I ask you to come on and share your story, you're always been uh, willing to share your story. I, you know, I looked up your story on Instagram and you've always been so honest and so open with sharing your story. So I, I thought I, I would reach out and see if you want to share your story with our listeners today and i'm glad that you did i'm glad that we're here today and uh doing that right now yes i'm excited i'm excited awesome so you've been on the keto diet for two years and you've lost over 245 pounds that's incredible um it it must be it (laughs) must be uh such an accomplishment uh for you and for anyone that's listening Two years is such a short time, um, and we'll get into that story a little bit. And this is all natural, changing your lifestyle, change, just changing your diet and the way you eat? Yes, correct. Um, I have to say probably um, my heaviest was, I was like mm-hmm. 502. That was after I gave birth to my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and it caused a lot of different things, a lot of mental mm-hmm. Um, changes I wanted to make and physical Mm. too, just because I knew I was bringing someone else in this world Mm. and how selfish of me to, you know, not put food before him. So I knew that that was Mm. a relationship that I needed to break and take control of because I want to be able to run after my son and chase him. He's a boy. He's so active. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the start of it. Definitely. Mm, That's amazing. Um, before we get to your journey, I'd like for everyone to uh, follow Dolly on Instagram. If you if you uh, are on are on Instagram, if you are just starting off on your journey and looking for you know a quick burst of uh, motivation, uh, definitely give her a follow. We'll link her Instagram in the description. You turn things around pretty quickly, and um, I was looking at your your page. You're spreading positivity. 
uh, props for you know being so open and doing that and telling people like it is. I was just going through some of your posts and I love that you're honest and openness in your you know vulnerability in times that is hard because it is hard it's not always going to be um easy now we, we talk to our you know if you're listening right now and thinking that um you know what for two years that what uh dolly has gone through um i'm sure she's gonna say it's it's not always easy right you have you have to see it as a journey and you talk a lot about seeing it as a journey as well dolly um yeah and and for anyone in the same journey as you you had a post about consistency in times when we lack motivation i want to ask you this um where you said even if you are not where you want to be but you're definitely not where you used to be i love that can you talk a little bit about that and because oftentimes we forget how far we've come for anyone that is struggling right now that are on the same journey, maybe they're getting started and they are feeling those, these emotions. Can you speak more on what you what that meant for you? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I have to say that I probably didn't start really giving myself praise until probably the beginning of this year, which this year mm-hmm. marks my third year of being keto. Um, I worked very hard and I never gave myself any props. I never gave myself, you know, any grace. I was always so hard on me. Like, and I know that is a struggle with so many people. Like we get down and we forget about how far we have come. No day is perfect. Like it's never going to be perfect. I have, I still have so many ups and downs losing 245 Mm -hmm. pounds. Um, and you know, a lot of it is due to, um, mentally changing your mindset, mentally seeing the greatness inside of yourself, because you can lose all the weight in the world. But if you don't see who you are as a person, and you don't value yourself as a person, you're never going to be able to give yourself that gratification that you deserve for all the hard work that Mm -hmm. you're putting in. So that's definitely um, one of my things. That's one thing I love to share on my page. I love to motivate people um, just to know that we're all the same. Like we all start somewhere. We all fall short. We all going to have victories. But as long as you keep trying, like you're never failing mm. because you're never giving up. And that's the most important part, I feel, mm. in any aspect of life. Absolutely. Because it's so powerful what you said there, because all of us go through those tough times. And, you know, it's an everyday practice, too. Like you said, um, it's ups and downs and we forget how far we've come. Like, even though it, you had a recent win yesterday it will it's easy to forget the following day because it's a new journey every day is a new journey new struggles come in and in those times it's easy to forget because we're so focused on that moment when we feel doubt um man it's it's i think for me it's recognizing that it isn't permanent and everything we go through just passes in our lives and so being strong in these moments um like like what what you're doing is so great with you know your page and what you're what you talk about, um, it, it, it's what makes the journey worth it. And let's remember that, you know, your turbulent times makes us stronger. Um, I, I'd like to get a context on how it all started for you because we all come across, you know, keto in different times, in different stages of our lives. And um, we, we come from, you know, different uh, backgrounds. And I'd like to get, you know, a context for our listeners that, Take us back to that time, maybe the earliest you can remember that 
contributed to you know um, your relationship with food before keto because I I believe that if you're sometimes we sometimes keto come to us when we're desperate like for me you know speaking from experience uh, when you become desperate because that's when you are look are curious and looking for other alternative to uh, healing um, what was it for you growing up uh, you know, as far back as you want to take it about what your what you've learned about your relationship with food and and leading up to keto. Okay. Um, so definitely I mm-hmm. can remember whew, as far as back as when I was little. Like I've always been the big girl. Mm-hmm. I've always been the plus size girl for as long as I can remember. Like even back, I remember I was just sharing this with somebody else recently that um, I remember when I was graduating from sixth grade, I was like already 200 pounds, like 250 pounds, um, you know, and it, I, it didn't, you know, trigger to me then like it does now, you know, after mentally mm-hmm. figuring out things. But um, definitely a cause of my weight gain has always been emotional. Um, I definitely had a lot of emotional trauma that I really had to dig deep inside, go to therapy. And as I began to go through therapy, I started to understand um, my emotions and my relationship with food and um, how much food really has been um, my companion through life. It's the thing that I go to when things aren't always working out right. Um, And, you know, ultimately, as individuals, you know, we eat food for everything. We eat food when someone passes away, when someone gets married, you know, family reunions, like Mm -hmm. food is our comfort. Um, So I definitely realized as I got older that that was my um, my emotional latch that I hung on to. That was the one thing that I knew I could always turn to and I always knew that it would always be there for me in return, uh, which is very deep. That's a deep understanding and a deep conversation that you have to have with yourself. Um, fast forwarding through uh, my years, I've always been very active. I was the big girl, but I was always like the star big girl. I was a cheerleader. I was a, mm-hmm. I did track, I played basketball, all of those good things. Um, mm-hmm. But as I got older, my confidence definitely lessened. As I became an adult, I started shying back. I think I started to just worry more about what people thought of me and what people would think about me. Um, and then getting to the point to, I had my son and it was a lot of emotions when I had my child. Um, And I remember I went to the doctor for my follow-up visit and I got on a scale and it was like 502 pounds. And I was like, oh my God, like all I kept thinking was like, I'm less than 500 pounds away from a thousand pounds. Like, and that just kind of resonated in me. Like, and my visit wasn't even concerning about my weight, but I just remember I was so sad. I just felt so defeated. I was so disappointed. Um, And then at the same time, I was like, and here I am, I'm going to have, I'm bringing a child in this world. And, you know, my health is, could be the reason that I leave Mm -hmm. him here by himself. And I definitely didn't want that. I didn't want that to happen. So I remember I left and I was in the car. I had actually just started the car. I was turning on, I was looking at Instagram and. And uh, a lady's page popped off. Her name was um, Black Keto Girl. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. 
so I started looking through her page and she started talking about keto and different things. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to bookmark this because when I get home, I'm going to really check it out. Um, the one thing that mm -hmm. captured my attention was that, like, she was eating regular food. Like, I didn't see a lot of, like, vegetables and things that I don't really like. So I was like, let me, you know, let me <laughs> check her out. So I ended up going to her page. I did a little bit more research. Um, I did some research about keto and what it was. Um, and I have seen that it was like a low carb diet, you know, with high fats. Um, and I seen you eat meat. So I was like, okay, let me give this a try. So I signed up for one of her classes. Um, and she coached me. Mm. I lost about 15 pounds in my first month with her. Um, and I think that was just like the motivation that I needed to be like, I could mm. do this. So after I left her group, that's when mm. I started researching it for myself finding different ideals, different things. And I was very strict keto for a very long time, a really long time. Um, and then I just kind of got bored with it. And I was like, I wonder if I can make this work for me, how I like to eat and how I like to live my life. And basically that's what I did. And that's why I feel I have been very successful on my journey. Um, it's because I have made it into my lifestyle and it fits my life perfectly. Mm. Well, when you talked about, you know, having that emotional um, relationship with food growing up and then you realizing once you uh, have your child that gave you that realization that it, it's not about you anymore. It's about, you know, helping your son um, survive and he's not going to survive if your health is failing and that's just beautiful and um your and your transformation has been such an inspiration for many just you know from the outside looking in you know two years is such a quick turnaround from um and you had to abstain abstain uh how, how did you ease yourself into keto like what, what would you tell people that would help them to ease themselves into it um, you know, when I first started keto, it was so fresh. So there was like, I, I mm. couldn't like work my way into it. Now, I, keto has evolved tremendously mm. over these past couple of years, yeah. like things that we have available now, we never had that when I first started. So like the keto breads, the keto ice cream, the low carb, yes, yes. like we had none of that. So when I first started, it was just like very, you know, cold turkey for me. Giving up breads and pastas was probably one of the hardest things in sweets because I mm. love sweets. Um, and when I first started, we didn't have any keto treats. Like there was nothing. Mm -hmm. So I just went cold turkey. Like, you know, I just felt like I said, I'm going to give it 30 days because I had signed up for a 30 day session. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to try it. And if it doesn't work, mm. then, you know, back to the drawing board. But I have to give it 30 days and be fully mm. committed to it. You know, now going into somebody who's currently starting, there are so many different options available for you to ease mm. your way into keto. Um, I tell people all the time, just start a, a little bit at a time. Just start a little bit. Start by maybe sticking to a certain amount of carbs a day. Mm -hmm you know, and then kind of working your way up to where you get your macros calculated. And then they let you know exactly how much fat you should have, how many, how much carbs you should have, mm -hmm. how much protein you should have per day. Um, I do think like 
when you take on too much at one time, it can definitely become overwhelming, mm -hmm. especially for yeah. someone who doesn't have a good relationship with food or who doesn't understand how their body works with certain foods, which is something you also learn through keto. You learn the foods that are good for you. You learn the foods that are bad for you. You'll see the foods that'll make the scale go up for you. You'll see the foods that'll help the scale go down for you. Um, knowing mm -hmm. your body and what works for you is definitely the key. So I would definitely say start off slow. You can also start by removing things like don't, if you eat chips all the time, you know, take those away. Mm -hmm. Try and eat a more healthier version of a chip. You know, I think oftentimes we don't succeed because we try to do everything all at once. And the body doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I read a book and it basically was talking about habits. And it says it takes 21 days mm -hmm. to form a habit. So you have to give yourself mm -hmm. at least 21 days to try something yeah. to see if it's actually really working for you. What was the goal for you in the beginning? And when did you realize that this can be a lifestyle for you? Did you think that this would be something that you'll um, join a program that you will join that would you be on on it for a little bit, but you'll, you'll eventually get off it? Is that what was the goal yeah. in the beginning? And then w when did you realize that it will be a lifestyle for you? Um, so the goal in the beginning was definitely I was just like, I want to be under 500 pounds. Like seeing that number was a trigger for me. And even now, mm -hmm. um, being down 245 pounds, I still have certain numbers that trigger me. So like I go up and mm -hmm. down like everybody else. When I see 250 on the scale, I'm like, oh, no get it together dolly like mm. you got to cut out all the extra mm. stuff you got to stop having fun like that was a, the trigger for me um so when i first signed up for the class my goal was 10 pounds because i just knew 10 pounds would put me under that 500 mm. pound mark um and that's all i wanted um so i i got five pounds more so i lost 15 pounds and then i said well you know i i think i kind of got the concept of it so maybe i don't need to be in a group anymore let me see if i can do this by myself and so that's when i started on a journey by my by myself i found instagram um and mm. There's so many people in the keto community. Like I had no idea that many people were doing keto at the time. And it, it was yeah. such a major, you know, weight loss tool. And so I was like, I think I could yes. do this, you know, myself. So I created my page mm -hmm. and I was like, I can hold myself accountable. You know, I can post food, I can post recipes and different things like that. And so originally I was like, I'll do this till I hit 50 pounds. And then I ended up hitting 50 pounds loss. I want to say probably mm -hmm. like the first four months and then mm -hmm. I hit six months and then before I knew it I was like I want to hit 125 pounds in one year mm. and literally I did it on December 24th I weighed in at 125 pounds lighter and I couldn't believe it and I think that was a game changer mm. for me I think I realized that this is something that I can make my lifestyle um, and I also mm. felt too, like I needed to be a little bit more open, um, because on the internet, you see what we want you to see. 
we don't let you see the downfalls. Like, so I wouldn't, you know, people didn't really see my weight gains and stuff until the second year of keto mm. um, that I started into my year because, you know, we I had these little fun calendars and I would post every month, like my weight going down, 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 you know, all the good stuff. Um, but they didn't yeah. see the fluctuation and, and how it went up and down and mm. up and down and up and down. Um, but definitely mm. I knew once I hit that 125, like that this was something I could do forever. Hey guys, let me tell you about this delivery service that's been a total game changer for my lifestyle. Did you know that it's now possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right at your doorstep? Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. And if I can avoid buying non-keto-friendly items from supermarkets who psychs you into buying unhealthy foods, plus if it saves me a lot of time and money, sign me up. Instacart is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, so no more rock-hard avocados, and they will keep your eggs safe too. And Instacart will find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. And you can get your first order today delivered for free when you purchase over $35 by following the link on the show notes below to let Instacart know that I sent you and to help to support the show. Instacart, never step foot in the grocery store again. Mm-hmm. You shared that you were only talking about when your weight was going down, and you've never talked about when your weight was going up. Why, why did why did you want to share that that part of it? Um, I think because it just needed to be transparent. I think back mm-hmm. when I first started. Um, it was more so like only showing the good in keto, like only showing that you're losing weight, mm-hmm. only showing that you're doing this, only yeah. showing that you're doing that, you know. Um, but there was so much more to it. And I think my second year around, I just felt like I have a lot of people by this time I had like probably about, you know, eight, nine hundred people following me. Um, it's a little bit higher now. But I was like, you know, at this point, I think I need to just be a little bit more transparent. And honestly, I was a, I was comfortable. I was way more comfortable mm-hmm. within myself. And I, I didn't feel bad, like, because I used to feel bad when I lost that 125. Like, mm-hmm. if I got on a scale one week and I gained five pounds, like, I would, it would really bring me down. Like, it would, it would have mm-hmm. me going into these panics and trying to figure out, well, maybe I need to walk an extra mile. Maybe yeah. I need to cut back on this. Maybe I need to do a 24-hour fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like mm-hmm. very triggering for me seeing those numbers on the scale. Um, and I think being open the second year around kind of allowed me just to be free, like mm-hmm. to see it. And what I notice is that people tend to like that more because nobody wants mm-hmm. to go to, you know, to a page and feel like, yeah. dang, you just perfect. Like, you know, what can I, like you yes. make no mistakes. So what can I learn from you? You know? And I found mm-hmm. out like my second year around, like people really enjoyed it. Like they were like, thank you for being transparent. Thank you for showing that you're gaining weight. Thank you for showing that you're mm-hmm. losing weight, mm-hmm. you know? And then it became even deeper and it became like mental. I would share people like, you know, how I was feeling, how my day mm-hmm. was going. I would share like, you know, different things that I was going through. Yeah. And Honestly, when you are yourself, it makes the process so much easier Mm -hmm. because you don't have to pretend to be nobody else. You're just sharing your day-to-day life and hoping to inspire. And Mm -hmm. what's shocking to me is you never really know how many people are going through the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, 
like you said, you mentioned that when you started, Instagram really held you accountable when you when you're getting started posting your um, workouts, posting your food on Instagram, and just posting your your progress. And when when Instagram, that community, I know keto community is growing, and people are finding out about keto and what its benefits are. And if we only show them the new people, if we only show them the good part of it. Um, that's why I love your page. And when I was looking through it, your your openness and your honesty is so refreshing. And you know, that's I have no doubt why people are resonating with with your story because you show both sides of it. It's not always going to be smooth sailing. There's gonna there are going to be times that you're going to be vulnerable to your triggers, those foods. You're 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 going to have pitfalls and. If you don't show those pitfalls, you're not gonna show them how you bounce back to that from that, right? Um, and that's what that's why I want to ask you: What have you learned from your experience that when you're you are you are on in those moments, what do you tell yourself so that you can bounce back from that stronger? Um, for me, it's probably my saying, and if you read mm -hmm. or you've been on my page, I've posted so much lately, but it's definitely, um, when you don't feel motivated, stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, mm -hmm. that's probably the one thing that keeps me going no matter what. And I actually use that quote to everything, like to, to my job, um, you know, with my son, him school, dabbling into sports and different things like that. Um, but most of all for myself, like I don't want to work out every day. Like people be like, you just seem so happy. Like you love working out. And I'll be like, y'all, I'll be waking up. Like they see me in the car, like drinking my energy drink or my protein coffee. Like I'm at the gym. I don't want to go in here, but guess what? I'm here and we're going to make it count, you know, make yeah. it count yeah. because you're not always going to feel motivated. Like I'm, I'm telling you, and, and we all know this, like you are not always going to feel motivated, but if you stay consistent mm. enough, eventually you'll become motivated mm. again because consistency gives you results. And as humans, mm. we like to see results and the results will help you to turn into mm. becoming motivated mm. and then you become motivated. Yeah. And when you hit that mm -hmm. same cycle again and you feeling down, just remember, if I stay consistent, eventually I'll become motivated again. And I'll mm. be okay ultimately at the end. Yeah, I like I always say this too. I love that. I love that saying. Um, if you can't stay motivated, stay consistent. Starting is hard. To be consistent is even harder. And yes. And when you apply that with anything, people people will have ups and downs. Our motivation will, we had in the beginning will may dwindle or gone totally. But if you stay consistent just just doing showing up every single day it's going to show results eventually it's so easy to forget the reasons why we do our, why we do it right in those moments that you need to go to the gym you know you need to go to the gym you've been going to the gym for 10 days straight and <laughs> you know if you miss one right it, it, it it's not gonna boast well for your confidence so um, yeah. And if you do miss, if you do miss one, we'll be so hard on ourselves that we won't follow through anymore. How do you follow through? Let's say because it happens to me all the time, right? I would I'll commit to something, but when I would miss one day, it will be so I, I would be so miserable. I wouldn't do it again. Like what? What do you do? 
I know you talked about being consistent, but how do you show up again after you miss a day of, of workout? How do you keep consistent and just reminding yourself that, okay, this, it, it may not show in the scale, but it is doing something else to your body that makes you, because uh, movement does something else to your body, not just weight loss. Because people yes. are want that instant gratification that if you don't lose the weight, then it, it must be a waste of time, right? So, what do we tell people that if you're not if you're too focused with the scale and when you do work out, you have to understand that it's not an instant thing, right? What what do you Definitely. what do you tell yourself? Um, you know, when it comes to as far as like if I miss a day or if I do something and I and it's not how I planned. Um, I, I remember a long time ago, somebody used to tell me like life is like a puzzle. Every day you get a new piece to the puzzle. Mm. And I actually used that when I started this weight loss journey. I only took it one day at a time. I never took it as like, oh, I have this much time or oh, I have I just I have one day to do the best mm. that I can just for that one day. Because when you start thinking too far ahead, you kind of get lost because then you start thinking of everything that could happen in between. And when you give yourself 24 hours, you just got 24 hours. You got a whole schedule. And in that 24 hours, you just want to make sure you accomplish what it is that you need to accomplish. Mm. So if I don't accomplish something that one day, I'm like, okay, I didn't do it. I didn't do it yesterday. But today, I'm going to do it today. Because yesterday, mm. that was a different puzzle piece. And I can't keep having these puzzle pieces that I'm not doing nothing with every single day. You can't stay stuck. I, I think that's huge mm. for people is like, we get defeated. Well, I messed up already, so there's no point. You know, or mm. I did this, so there's no point. Um, and that's why I say weight loss is such a mental change that has to happen. Mm. Mm. Um, because when you change your mindset, your body kind of just follows on its own. Your body has a weird way of working. And like, I, I think I work out so much that when I don't work out or when I take rest days, like my body just doesn't feel mm. right. It doesn't feel the same. Mm. Um, you know, definitely like when I, if I've injured myself, just like when you injure yourself and you're out, you go through therapy, like you got to start all over again and start all over again and start all over again. But the purpose is, is that as long as you keep starting over, like, again, you're never staying stuck and you're never giving up. So it, what's most important is if you got to start over every week, guess what? Start over every Monday because at least you're not mm. staying stuck. At least you're trying. And maybe on Monday, you normally make it two days. Let's say I'm, I'm going to make it to Thursday. Mm. I'm going I'm to give four days this week, you know, and then keep shooting mm. for four until you hit four and then keep trying. And then you move to five and mm. then you move to six and then you move to seven. And then before you know it, mm. it's a habit and, and you're where you want to be. Mm. Every day we get a puzzle piece. I love that. I love that. And, you know, you show up, take it day by day. Uh, I love that you said that it's, uh, because when, when you do have to start over, if you do miss, a few, it, like it, if you commit to working out and, and then you do, if you did injure yourself, that sometimes becomes uh, a huge uphill to climb again because you're you've because you, you're thinking you've lost everything that you've done in the gym, all the all those times you've missed, you have to start over again, and that becomes that just hard to recover from that but when when you said that it's if you, if you do have to start over again then do it because sorry can you can you repeat that 
words again that you said when you when you have to start over? Yeah, I said if you have to keep trying over and over again, like when you have to start mm. over, just keep doing it because as long as you're trying, you're actually never mm. failing because That's you're still trying. You're, you're trying. still trying. You're still taking whatever mm. it can to just be a better person to get to the next mm. step and that's all you got to do mm. is just keep trying because as long as you're trying then you'll never fail and you're never you will never stay stuck mm. and I think that's what's most important is that you don't ever want to stay stuck and the mm. way that you don't stay stuck is by you 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 keep trying it for yourself you keep trying it you keep doing it you keep doing mm. it love it could you have ever imagined this that you've uh you know you talk about um having that relationship with food all of those years and now after a few years on just being consistent with you know your workouts your your food you've lost 245 pounds could you have ever imagined just starting this journey i i can't imagine like sometimes it's still surreal for me um like mm. when people say body dysmorphia like it, it's surreal yeah. for me um i just recently made a post that i'm in a large i never in a million years thought that i would be a large like mm. i never in a million years thought i could just go to a regular store like mm. walmart and pick up something real fast you know i've been heavy my whole life um and that's the problem we never imagine ourselves getting to the finish line um but mm. all it takes is just starting it. Like all it took was for me to just start and look where I am now two years later. Mm -hmm. And all I did was just make the conscious decision to start. Mm -hmm. And when things got hard, I just made the same conscious decision to just not stay mm -hmm. stuck and to keep trying because mm -hmm. you're going to have so many ups and downs on this journey. Like the only way to move, uh, the only way to be successful is to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Man, and and do you how often do you work out in a week? Um, currently I work out probably between five to six times a week. Mm. Uh. You, <laughs> now you talk about you talk about creating time for that, right? You, you talked yes. about wh when you started keto. Did you start exercising right away, or when when did you start exercising? So when I first started keto, I did not. The only exercise that I did mm -hmm. was walking. Um, and then mm -hmm. um, I got the courage to get a gym membership. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Um, I'm going to do this. And mm -hmm. I started out with Zumba. Um, then my hairstylist, she was like, you love to dance. I think you should take one of my clients class. And it was called Commit Dance Fitness. And that literally changed my life. Um, people mm -hmm. are always like, how do you work out so much? But it's because I honestly enjoy doing it. Like it is a hit format mm -hmm. style. And literally it's an hour of nonstop hit workouts from dancing and cardio. They make the environment fun. Mm -hmm. We're always yelling, hey, and this and doing different things. And it's, <laughs> it's really like a party for an hour. And when I tell you mm -hmm. I have done that every day since, every day since, even during COVID, literally we were viral. We were doing it on like band or YouTube different things like that but i've literally done that ever since um i started at mm. i was about i want to say i was probably like about 
450 pounds when I started doing that. Um, but it, it, it allowed me to do it at my own pace, mm. at my own level. Um, you know, in the beginning, I stayed in the back of the class, you know, minding my business because, you know, I was very mm -hmm. self-conscious. But I always got a good workout. You know, I got a good calorie burn. Um, and then from there, I started doing that. But walking and doing those classes definitely played a huge part. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when I was heavier, I couldn't do everything in the classes. Um, so walking was always like my feeling. I would, you know, make sure I walked every day. Um, just moving, mm -hmm. like just moving 30 minutes a day does so much for your body. You must be getting a lot of uh, questions about what you've been doing and um, what, what have you been telling them? about your story? Um, you know, people always ask me all the time, like, what do you do? And I just tell them, um, you know, I eat what I like and um, mm -hmm. I work out what I like. Like, what I do is fun. I think when mm -hmm. you try to force yourself to do something that doesn't excite you, um, it, it's not fun. Like, you know, mm -hmm. could I go to, yeah. the, to the gym and, and walk on a treadmill for four hours? Absolutely not. Like, I, I, I would be bored mm -hmm. out of my mind. I couldn't do it. Physically, yeah. could I do it? Yes. But would I, would, would I enjoy it? Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, even now when I go yeah. walk on a treadmill just to walk, it's like I set goals mm -hmm. for myself. Like, mm -hmm. how fast can I walk these mm -hmm. two miles? You know, like I have to have mm -hmm. something that motivates me, um, which is why I take classes. I tell people all the time, like, find something that you love. I love to dance. So I take any dance mm -hmm. class that there is. I take extreme hip hop step. I take commit dance fitness. I do Zumba. Um, and I wanted to start lifting weights because I've lost a lot of weight and I wanted to start toning my body out. You know, I have a lot of loose skin mm -hmm. and I'm like, I just want to kind of tone out. So I just recently introduced mm -hmm. myself to body pump because I knew it was something that would keep me engaged. Like it was something that can hold my attention because me out there just trying to lift a bunch of weights, I probably hurt myself and, you know, then I'll be out of the gym, then I'll be mad. Um, so, yeah, I definitely mm. say you have to find something that works for you. What do you like? What makes you mm. feel comfortable? What makes you feel at peace? You know, for some people, it's mm. like, Dolly, I just I really enjoy walking on the beach. Absolutely. Mm. Go walk on the beach. If that what what makes you happy, then that's what you do, because you have to do mm. something that you like in order to stay consistent. If you don't like mm. it, believe me, you're just going to be like, nah, I'm not doing this no more. I don't like it. Dolly, you, you have the you have the formula, because if you do, <laughs> you have to find you, you have to find sustainability in everything that you do. Right. You can't just go jump into a diet knowing that you'll be on it for a few days. Um, a diet that you've been on before that you knew that wasn't sustainable for you and you keep doing the same things. Obviously, you're not going to succeed or you're not going to be able to sustain that. Comes with that also, you know, in relation to what you're saying is if you love, you know, Zumba, you love dancing um and you choose to go on the treadmill instead then obviously nobody likes treadmill <laughs> by the way to to walk on a treadmill <laughs> but right. nobody does but um yeah do something you love um your life this is your lifestyle you don't need to do something that you don't like to do right um love what you're doing love everything that you've um 
that you stand for with you know with your the rapid weight loss with with the with the uh advocacy on instagram sharing your story you know in such a short period of time super inspiring to me and to anyone that's listening uh and that would like to follow your journey um please follow dolly i would link everything down below so you can check her out um her ig i uh, will link it everything uh on, on the description where, where she shares her progress and uh motivation um dolly thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story oh, i really appreciate so you definitely an honor um i am pleased i am i'm definitely um it's an honor it's an honor that you chose little old me when you reached out to me i was like oh my god i've never been asked to do one of these yes i'm so excited <laughs> you know what dolly you should come on this podcast because i believe that your experience plus your um the way you speak about how to create a sustainable lifestyle beginning with your diet plus you know how you move and what motivates somebody i think has a lot of value to a lot of people because i think experience has a lot of weight um uh, a lot of value uh, more than more than any education out there i think our story our experience how we manage to um overcome a struggle i think you know it's the most important thing um you know you've you've done it naturally uh with movement with diet so i think you know you have to come on uh other podcasts because you know it, it, it will change people's lives to be honest like it will for sure Oh, thank you. Thank so you. Thank you so well, much. You for got me on. first. So thank you for asking me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you so much, Dolly. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another great episode here on the Ketones and Coffee podcast. And we've had such a pleasure of hosting yet another amazing guest here, guys. If you're eager to learn more about the secrets of succeeding on the ketogenic lifestyle, be sure to check out the show notes. As a special treat for our loyal listeners, I'm offering an exclusive opportunity for a free consultation call. Discover how you can achieve success on the ketogenic lifestyle by simply referring to the details provided in the show notes take advantage guys of this unique chance to enhance your journey to a healthier you and stay tuned for more captivating episodes and until next time guys keep embracing the power of ketones